because it becomes an uh, obstacle. Or does it? Or yeah. Чего Чудеяна so I think, generally speaking, the biggest obstacle to practicing, to practicing the Dharma, is wrong views. Because what wrong views do is they cause you not to practice, to leave things aside, neglect things. Um, and this is also something um, that is said in uh, Ayadeva's 400 verses. It says something like, um, uh, it is very good to practice um, self-discipline or ethical discipline, um, but it is worse to, uh, uh, it's, it's, uh, it's better to not have wrong views. Um, so, um, generally speaking, you know, there's different um, levels of like vows you can take. You can take the upasaka vows, or lay people's vows, or 
non-vows, non-vows, whatever. Um, and these, with that, you create contributing factors. They basically help you to protect yourself uh, from doing uh, doing the wrong things. Um, but the most important thing here, um, uh, the basis of one's practice should be uh, not having uh, uh, the wrong views because they cause you to do the wrong things and not do the right things. Um, so you find, uh, you know, you, you hear of, of monks uh, ordaining people who are very concerned with keeping their vows and self-discipline, moral discipline, um, but maybe are less concerned with, um, with you know, maintaining the right uh, type of views. So in my view then, um, wrong views is the, the, the thing that we should be most concerned about because this makes us um, do negative, uh, negative things. Um, so this is from you know a Buddhist perspective, how this would you know translate into sort of worldly business. I, I'm not sure. Um, what is the Buddhist perspective on people who kill in war to protect themselves? For example, in the Second World War, uh, people who were who soldiers who were on the front, which is usually as close to the enemy that you can see the white in the eye of the enemy. And there's only one red rule, which is you are killed or the other. So is there a kind of karmic mercy <laughs> for all those soldiers who had to kill to survive? You mean uh, as in is it is it uh, still killing or not, or is it still yeah. negative or yeah. not? Yeah. That basically the soldiers who are who are. Made to kill, who are forced to kill. Yeah, if you stand in front of the enemy, yes. you are dead for yeah. the mm. But the Kandrina, the Pena Suchopade, Nibachimbo, Yere, then the Tela Jimson Jamba. うん、全部な、やんを積んじきてんぐ、じきてんじきてんばごんとしにな。やんて、シャトルモンボズ、ような、チョコよれ。レタヤン、あ、チュルクごんとしにな。あ、てね、パロウを出す、さ、さみやが
so killing actually is always um, is always uh, a very negative act and um, whatever the reason for that it's still negative and we see that in the world like from a worldly perspective then certain type of or taking life in some cases is not something illegal. So in in, uh, in wars, etc., then there's allowances that you know if it is to protect yourself or it is for a different purpose, then it's not something um, seen as as uh, you know punishable or or bad. Um, but from a Buddhist perspective, if you have the motivation to kill, if you then actually do the action of Killing, uh, you know, you, you go about killing, and also you, the final act, the person actually dies. Then that makes a complete sort of cycle of uh, the the action or, or the, the, the the action of uh, of killing. Um, so you can say, yeah, there are allowances when you say when it's out of self-defense, um, um, then it, it's it's different. But when these, when the motivation is there to kill another, and you actually uh, complete it, um, then in any case there is, it is a, a negative uh, act. <coughs> Hi there, my name is Obi, and I'm wondering if there is another way to please your karma instead of suffering. <laughs> <laughs> ねてな。パルチンがつかつてるんざんのんがもんぼじゃ。てにうん、例、げわ、ちゅにんなてに、では、ジョンジョンドドン。てに、例もげわちゅにんなどんごんジョンジョンド、パルチアズ君で、ジ
ま、で、シャンノテン、あ、たんがつんそわがちょって、てに、え、にゃんにょん、じれんしにな、じゃが、まね、え、さんのたんにな、ぺ、え、らちょよぼよんがよれ。てな、ねてな、たりがて、え、
to sort of an understanding that these these things really um, function the way they are explained and it becomes very uh, clear for you. Um, but this is something that is a process and that is um, something that you sort of practice in doing this, thinking about how uh, how karma, how the, the workings of law and effect, or of the, the working of uh, cause and effect, uh, how they, uh, how it works exactly. Uh But then it is this karma, it is also possible to, um, to purify, uh, purify this. And uh, within our um, system, in Tibetan Buddhism, you can, there is a sort of a, a way of purifying karma on uh, the basis of the four forces or the four uh, powers, which uh, then starts with um, doing uh, something uh, positive. So that's, you could say, well, this is um, uh, uh, meditating uh, on Vajrasattva or re reciting the mantra of uh, Vajrasattva, purifying mantra, or uh, visualizing your uh, teacher. Uh, the second then is uh, the power of remorse, so feeling regretful about what you've done. Um, and the third is the making the promise, basically saying, well, I've done something negative and I'm not going to do it again. And the last is um, the force of the uh, antidote, which can be a number of things, but uh, one would be to visualize uh, Vajrasattva and then visualize the uh, stream of nectar going down, being blessed by a stream of nectar by which then um, you're, you visualize that your negative karma is purified. So it's a way 
of practicing. So these are the four forces or four powers that you can uh, employ to purify your karma. Uh, alternatively, uh, you can also uh, focus in order to purify on the state of your mind to, um, uh, to uh, meditate on the real nature of your mind, uh, the true nature of your mind, by which you can become uh, liberated and by which this type of practice can, um, you can also purify with, but uh, again, then uh, the four, you also have <coughs> the four powers. These are both ways to purify karma.